0: Hello, the initiated. My name is Marcus Yulnikola, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about vulnerability because, in order to create, you have to be open. There is no creativity without openness openness to life, openness to ideas, openness to the flow of thoughts, emotions, perspectives. It tends to be the case that creatives have an avenue to be open and that is their art that is their creative work may that be music painting poetry dancing there's that one avenue where they can fully express themselves where they can fully be themselves and that's fantastic probably if you're watching this episode you know what i'm talking about your creativity is your outlet but openness is a two-way street there's no way to be open without making yourself vulnerable. You can tweak it, you can put funnels in there, but anything you do to disrupt the open flow is going to disrupt your ability to pick up information. And therefore, that's going to make your art worse and worse because you're narrowing what you're looking at. You're narrowing what's coming your way. Now, obviously, the upside of openness is all of the new perspectives and ideas you gain, but it does leave you vulnerable to attacks to being exploited to be made fun of it does display who and what you are to the outside world and unfortunately there are many people out there who are looking to take advantage of that opening or they want to use you as an example of justifying their own life choices by looking at what you do by criticizing and judging your choices and shedding light on the aspects that are negative as a result of making those choices. And I'm sure many of you have been attacked for some of those choices, for some of those behaviors, whether it's somebody at school who does something very different, who doesn't do anything creative, making fun of the choices that you do and the vulnerability that you display through your creative work. But also it tends to be the case that most of those people wish They had an outlet for openness, and it's something that they find very difficult to achieve. And again, often it is the case that we attack the things that we find difficult to do ourselves, but we wish we could do them because we choose the dark side. We choose the dark path, the easy path of quickly undermining and devaluing the thing that we desperately want to do ourselves, because we know we're not going to do hard work of walking down that path ourselves so we tell ourselves another story we tell ourselves that well that doesn't make sense because of x and y and you look stupid doing that because of reasons xyz and even if i tried then xyz would happen and it doesn't make any sense and people don't want to look stupid people don't want to be embarrassed people don't want to go down in the status hierarchy people want to hold and keep whatever they have but again the problem is that's a position of defense that's a fixed position and in order to move anywhere you have to give something up you cannot grow if you just do everything the same way that you're doing it right now so you genuinely have to give up to go up you have to change something so that you get the time or resources, or usually both to invest somewhere else. Now in order to open up the topic of vulnerability a bit more, to unravel it, to explore it, I thought we might start by talking about fun. Now we're going to talk about fun more in a future episode in terms of how fun is a tremendously under-discussed topic, but also a underutilized tool when it comes to living your life and going through. But through people's inability to have fun, I thought we might start to unravel and explore and open up this topic of vulnerability. So why are so many adults so incapable of having fun or even accepting that having fun is a worthwhile or valid goal to have in life? We tend to have these perpetuating ideas that fun is only something that's intended and reserved for children for kids and it's something that only kids should concern themselves with and as you grow older fun is something you should be leaving behind and start focusing on serious things now first of all i find this theory to be false and not only is it false but it's immensely damaging but this idea perpetuates quite understandably because when you're having fun genuine fun you have to open up you have to be real you have to be authentic you have to be immediate and fun is actually a form of vulnerability having fun reveals who and what you are underneath and people know that that information can be used against them now fun is definitely a more difficult more convoluted weapon to use against someone else if we think about vulnerability in a sort of a more typical sense we tend to default into thinking about sharing a story where you were hurt sharing a story where you made a mistake you reveal your character either in terms of what it was or what it is now but you tend to show errors in judgment errors in character or you tend to talk about how you felt You being sad, you being crushed, you feeling worthless. These tend to be the things we typically think about. Pulling vulnerability out of a person having fun is definitely a less utilized path to examine it. But when you see someone have fun, you get a glimpse into their world view. Not in tremendous detail, of course, but something is fun to us when we see it interplay with reality in an interesting way this is what comedians do they dance at the very edges of what we find to be normal what we find to be acceptable they reveal absurdities and interesting key points about our lives that don't make any sense yet we still operate under those norms under those perceptions now obviously there are many ways to do comedy but fundamentally this quality is weaved throughout all of those methods now if you show what is fun in your estimation you open the door for other people to judge your personality judge your world view and oftentimes if you do observe people in especially in public spaces but this could be a workplace which is probably the most common place in those spaces you see people being very calculative in terms of what they reveal to other people and it is very common for people to find something funny but try to keep it under the hood you see them kind of laugh kind of smile but they don't dare to fully unleash and express their reaction to what was being said so looping back to vulnerability as a whole people don't tend to be very good at being vulnerable to other people and in most cases sensibly so because if you don't have any strategy any skill any techniques that you can deploy against those openings where somebody might take advantage of you or attack you in any way then it makes sense to use the tools that you have to protect yourself which is don't reveal yourself just hide because you don't have other skills to deploy as tools against the potential attacks so people tend to use what they have which is most commonly hide stay out of sight don't reveal what you truly are so that's the fundamental dynamic there unfortunately this approach doesn't come from a place of strength it comes from a place of simply using what you have in hiding, staying out of sight is something that is available to every single one of us in every single situation. You can always try and run, you can always try and hide and stay out of sight. But that's a defensive strategy. And when it comes to living your life, it's actually impossible to do from a purely defensive point of view. If you just stay where you are, you never move. And if you never move, you never grow. Now, if you stay hidden, if you stay out of sight, if you run away, that is a survival strategy for sure. The problem is you will never explore your potential to its fullest expression and that will lead to an unsatisfactory life. You can be very safe, you can be quite comfortable, but you will never answer the call to life. You will never answer those deep whispers that are beckoning for you To actually go out there, have an adventure, and explore everything that you could be. And ultimately, regret is poison. And regret tends to be the thing people talk the most about on their deathbed. What they wish they did. And I wish for all of you to do precisely what it is that you're dreaming to do. Whatever it is that you wish you would spend your life on. You have to be courageous. You have to be brave. It's not going to happen any other way. And to be brave, to be courageous, to be yourself to your fullest expression, you have to figure out ways to be vulnerable. Without vulnerability, there is no potential. And without potential, there is no growth. So there is really only one way to solve this issue. So the question becomes, how can you be vulnerable when you have all these potential hazards all these potential dangers and enemies out there who are looking for an opening to get a peek under the hood to shove a knife in there to make fun of you to take advantage of you to take something from you in order to progress their own interests and the answer is you need first of all a better strategy but you need More skills and tools that you can deploy against these attacks. But before you deploy them to improve your strategy, you need to take a step back and look at your life as a whole. Who is it that you want to be in the face of life, in the face of all these dangers and hazards? What is the type of a person you would like to be? What is the type of a person you respect and look up to? And that should be a person that you will attempt to become you should create a vision of what that person looks like and then break down what are the things that that person does to uphold the character you look up to and then you simply start doing those things people get this the wrong way around people think they need to feel a certain way under the hood before they can act in a certain way they think they need to feel like they are that person already in order to act in a way that is in accordance with that person. But if you take that approach, you will wait your entire life to become that person. You can act in a certain way despite how you're feeling, despite what you feel like inside, despite what your sense of self is right now, what your identity feels like right now. You can take action that embodies type of a person you want to be and when you do that for long enough when you deploy those behaviors and actions over an extended period of time guess what happens you build new neural connections that behavior becomes more and more ingrained and your sense of self your identity your idea of who and what you are becomes strengthened through these actions and in a few months, probably in a few years, you're going to find that your idea of who and what you are is very different to what it was back then. So you need that strategy. And that strategy should be a vision of who you want to be across a lifetime. What kind of a person is it that you look up to and you respect? Now, through that lens, you can understand that there's a lot of behaviors that other people do that do not align with the things that you value and respect and look up to. Through that lens, you can begin to understand that behaviors that do not map to those values done by other people, they mean very little to you. If somebody does you wrong, if somebody is behaving in a way that you find to be reprehensible, once you realize where your values are, what you admire and what you respect, you begin to understand that it makes very little sense to pay any attention to what they're doing. Because what they're doing is that they are making deposits. They're making investments in their future self. They are building their own character, and they are becoming a person that you might find reprehensible, that you might find immoral. Now, of course, when they do something bad, when they do you wrong, obviously, it's going to make you feel like shit. And obviously, it can make you feel sad and angry and all kinds of other things. But ultimately, you know that they're playing a game that they're going to lose in. They are continuously investing in a version of themselves that is deeply flawed and deeply troubled. And you know they're going to suffer as a consequence of that. Doesn't mean they're not going to accrue and gain things like wealth and resources, money, power, etc. But the bill always comes and people are going to pay for their choices one way or the other. We simply choose the things that we pay, we choose the things that we sacrifice and ultimately those people sacrifice everything that they are. They sacrifice their hearts, they sacrifice their character, they sacrifice their relationships and yes they can have a lot of money, they can have a lot of power, but what else do they have? What is the conversation? they have in their head when they go to bed at night or when they realize that they have absolutely no people in their life who they can trust who love them back there's nobody there for them and again their solution to that is probably going to be more money more power etc but essentially you're damning yourself to a life of suffering that way now obviously this is only one example of many but uh, that is a archetypal pattern that perpetually repeats itself look at your strategy of how you want to spend your life how you want to live your life and who and what you want to be throughout that life and as you see other people lack the vulnerability to explore their fullest expression of their potential you can look at what other people do and understand what you're looking at they're choosing to play a different game and if that game means nothing to you then it makes no sense to be wondering and pondering about whether your choice of being vulnerable being yourself to its fullest expression is wrong because you know you don't want to play the other game so the only option becomes figuring out the game that means something to you so how can you be vulnerable if it's the only option you have in terms of becoming everything that you want to be And you have to approach this from a position of strength. Remember, most people choose to hide. They choose to run away. They choose to stay out of sight because they have no other options. They have no other skills or tools at their disposal. Obviously, they're also missing the strategy of taking a step back and looking at their life and thinking, "Hmm, how is it that I actually want to live this? If I were to do so in the best possible manner, all things considered obviously that's missing but assuming that you do have that in check which you obviously do now at least in this mental exercise the ability of being vulnerable isn't only based on your ability to see sense and logic in the strategy that you pick for life it's also having skills and tools that allow you to be strong against the potential attacks And you can deal with that from a position of strength you don't allow life to limit who and what you are you dictate what you are so what does this mean practically speaking well a lot of attacks are going to be verbal someone's going to say something to you they're going to attack your idea they're going to attack what you said they're going to attack your values and the way you deal with that from a position of strength is to have knowledge is to have wisdom is to have the ability to articulate those things so you need to be good at speaking and truly this is one of the best ways of being strong it's really the primary method of defense because luckily it is the case that you can talk yourself out of many situations in life as long as you have good points you're very well articulated you are respectful and you are firm you can display strength through your words and through your ideas you can display unwavering fortitude and indomitability in essence you are showing your character you are showing what is underneath and indeed in most cases that is going to be enough to deter most people because if you have those things most people do not have those things so they know they cannot contend with it or they do not want to risk Contending with it. Now, obviously, you have many outliers. You have many people who don't have a lot to lose. So they're willing to put themselves on the line, even when it makes no actual sense. So this is by no means an absolute tool, but no tool is. When it comes to vulnerability and safety, there's really only things you can do to prepare, which will take care of most of the issues. But if you're looking for absolute 100%, security. That doesn't exist. Nobody can give that to you. You can give yourself as much of that as possible by acquiring skills, by acquiring tools, by preparing for these things. And that will take care of most situations. But what's essential to understand about vulnerability is that there is no absolute solution. And if you're focusing on that as some kind of a goal, you are missing the point. Because There is no absolute security in life. Nobody can give that to you, not even yourself. But there is a lot of security to be found by understanding that you can take care of 75% of all events, 80, maybe 90 and beyond, depending on your capability. But just having some skills will actually help you deal with most situations. And there's tremendous comfort to be found in that. And you will actually understand yeah, and actually like most situations, I can deal with this. And sometimes you bump into some edge cases, you see some aspects where you are lacking and someone else is strong. You learn from that, you pick that up, you prepare, you learn, you develop, you grow, etc. But this is fundamentally important to understand that uh, there is no absolute security, but you can develop yourself, you can prepare, you can learn, you can grow. And that will give you a tremendously vast territory to Roman and to be capable and taken care of. Now obviously there's no way to talk about vulnerability without talking about the physical aspect because when words fail and thank God words do actually work pretty well and they can take you pretty far with most people. But unfortunately when words fail we only have our fists to speak with and without delving any further into this topic, you want to make sure that you are physically capable. And again, the same thing applies here. You don't need to be an MMA master or champion. You don't need to be even a black belt in something to take care of most situations. In fact, getting to a baseline level with something is going to allow you to handle most situations. Now, I hope you don't need to confront some of these physical realities but they do happen they do happen relatively often so you do want to be prepared you want to be as strong as possible but most importantly you want to be as capable as possible and just getting to a basic baseline again is going to open up most of the territory for you it's going to take care of most of the situations and issues you might bump into and again there's going to be all kinds of outliers Uh, all kinds of factors that are beyond your ability to control. Again, nobody can guarantee you 100% safety, but that's not fundamentally what we're even looking for. When people gain capability, even at a very baseline level, they gain a lot of confidence because you know that you can manage most situations that come your way. And there's already a tremendous amount of mental freedom and comfort that comes from that, which will allow you to be more of yourself, which will allow you to be more vulnerable because you know you can handle things that come your way. So those two are really the two main aspects. You wanna be wise, you wanna have knowledge, you wanna have good ideas, you wanna be well-read and studied, and then you wanna exercise your ability to articulate those ideas, to talk about those ideas in a way that is accessible sensible to other people and you would want to do that from a place of character which in this case would mean that you come from a firm place but also a place of respect because oftentimes that is precisely what people are looking for what they yearn for more than anything else even if you're in a confrontation with somebody there's some kind of an issue going if you are respectable to the other person You treat them properly, you don't do any under-the-belt kits. You display respect and strong moral character throughout this process. Unless something very exceptional happens, in most cases, again, you're going to come out of it in a best possible fashion. Because even when people disagree with somebody, what they're really looking for is respect. Do you treat me with respect? Do you treat me as if I'm a real person with a real life, with real ideas, with real experiences. And although people don't tend to consciously be able to articulate this to themselves, they will feel it in their heart. They will respect the living heck out of the fact that you conducted yourself with impeccable character. You were morally sound throughout the entire process. You didn't try and make fun of them. You didn't try and twist their words or actions you didn't lie you didn't twist the truth and you treated them properly even when you disagree most people will struggle not to respect you for doing that and it's usually even better than that because a lot of people do say some things that they perhaps regret they themselves do not display this level of character they don't uphold their ideal moral standards and because they see that you did and they didn't they will feel a bit shitty about themselves and in those moments they're making a judgment of their own character but also yours and this will put you in the best possible position so if you wish to be a better artist if you wish to be as good of a creative as you can be you need to figure out this vulnerability aspect because without it you cannot be open and if you cannot be open It's impossible to be creative. Now, the more you can be vulnerable in other aspects of your life, the better off you're gonna be. Because maybe you've been able to be open and vulnerable in a single way, or maybe a handful of ways through the work that you've been doing. But maybe as a result of that, your work has been kind of stale for quite a while. You haven't really done anything new, maybe in years, because you're only willing to explore ideas from these specific angles so the more you can open up the more you can take life in see things for what they're worth gain new perspectives new ideas new knowledge new wisdom etc that's always going to be nourishing for your creativity so the more you can do it in other ways and in other avenues in life the better it is going to be for your creativity that's it for this episode thank you for listening thank you for watching see you next time industry.